Hello, After Buzzers. We're here talking casual episode four, Big Green Egg. You do not want to miss it, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I get so high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a party in here. Love the lights. So this episode... Swears. (laughs) Love this episode. Yeah, it's so good. It gets better every week. And I'm obsessed with Tommy Dewey. I know. I feel like like, who is He had such a good episode. He always... He's by far my favorite of the three. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching another casual episode after show i cannot speak it is episode four i am your host abby vega you can find me on twitter and instagram at underscore abby vega and we got all ladies tonight where can they find you hi guys my name is quinn skillian and you can find me on twitter at quinn skillian hey guys i'm renee ariel and you can find me on twitter and on instagram at renee ariel all right let's dive right into it let's maybe talk about laura first because i think she was kind of the least in the episode? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it starts off, and they are in class, and this class is ridiculous. They're totally <laughs> messing with the teacher, and they're talking about triggers. What were your overall thoughts about this little scene? I loved it. She made a real friend, guys, and it's so cute watching her, like, have fun and kind of go back and forth with this girl. I'm so happy for Laura. Yeah, it obviously feels like these two girls are definitely on the same wavelength when it comes to stuff. They just kind of vibe really, really easy really easily and really quickly and that's great they kind of have this kind of like dry sense of humor a little bit of skepticism you know this kind of millennial sensibility so they obviously like you know really get along really well but uh, on the other and I thought the trigger thing was funny yeah. because yeah, I mean me that's too. like you see that all over the internet right now it's really really funny to kind of see that get brought into this classroom setting mm-hmm. um, but on the other hand that's like well wait wait didn't she go through all these hoops to like get out of school and get into this class and now she's just gonna like mess around and stuff it's like uh I know, and I don't know if... I guess kids will be kids, but... And I don't know. (laughs) This could just be me being weird. But, like, maybe because Laura hasn't really had any good friends before, but I kind of felt this way with Valerie in regards to Jennifer, too. It's like they're almost, like, kind of creepy looking at these, like, friends. I thought there was a little... And, you know, I remember there being a a comment that um, Alex made last episode about, like, this, like, this... No, there's no line between friend zone and relationship, that kind of thing, and how that's kind of coming into both, yeah, Val's relationship with Jennifer and um, Laura's relationship with Aubrey. Aubrey, Aubrey. yes. Um, and yeah, I was getting the same kind of thing. I was like, I just, I feel like I'm craving platonic relationships in this show, and for some reason, just knowing how the show works, you always go, well, what if? I have a feeling that Aubrey, this, I mean, this is a prediction, but I'm just going to say it now. Yeah, get into it I now. I don't want to forget it. Honestly, break the but rules. I think that Aubrey and Laura are going to have a moment where they, like, kiss or like something. Like a romantic moment. Yeah. too. I think I so, too. Like, maybe maybe when they're drunk or something, but. But, like, it's not, it doesn't seem like the normal, like, platonic friendship mm-hmm. at all. There's definitely, like, a little bit of, just, like, a subtle flirting mm-hmm. it seems even if it's just like completely silent and just with eye contact they seem to have this unspoken bond and spoken but like I don't know I just like yeah getting getting flirty. into that kind of thing I wanted to talk about the um the guy at the diner yes because they they like reject his attention male attention really really fast so I thought that was really interesting I think the idea of her being like what's your game plan here I thought that was a really important conversation to have about the way guys treat women mm-hmm. and and this whole texting thing and like this kind of like 
um, you know, the expectation yeah. for for sex and for all that stuff. I think that was a really, really, really important to br- important point to bring up. I don't think him bringing them cookies and all that warranted how aggressive they were with they him. They were super and aggressive. And that really bothered me because aggressive. I actually think that's a really important topic. The way that guys try to treat women and, you know, kind of do nice mm-hmm. things and kind of like, what is your, I remember she said like, what's your what's your yeah. game plan here? What's your end goal here? And I was like, I love this, but like, it, I wish it had, that conversation had been brought up in more aggressive, more overt circumstances. Yeah. Because it just made them look like assholes. Yeah, they looked nuts because I, I totally agree with that the he's like hopefully I get your number and then we talk and then I'd ask you out and she's like well if you just wanted to ask me out you do it now and I liked the message that was being put across but I agree that it was very aggressive it was too much yeah, yes. what he was doing because like I feel like we've all experienced that where you just want to talk to a guy being like I know what you're doing I yeah. see what you're doing but normally it's in a, it's in a way where it's like you feel uncomfortable this guy in no way no. made me feel uncomfortable yeah. and that's why I was like I'm happy we touched on this I just wish it had been done where like it's more warranted yes. you know yeah no I, I agree with that I think they were <laughs> really aggressive towards him and I felt bad for the guy because he was like trying to give them cookies and like being cheesy however I love the way that they talked about um, what happens after you know the guy texts you and the back and forth because of modern dating again and like how that's what happens We, I mean how often when you get someone's number do you hang out right after. Usually it's back and forth for a while. Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? Da, da, da. And like, oh, you want to come over? Like stupid kind of sleazy stuff. But like this guy didn't deserve that. Maybe a ton of other guys yeah. did who do mm-hmm. that. This guy was like buying them cookies and it was kind of cute, like sweet. It was, yeah. Maybe they didn't want it, but they didn't say that. They weren't like, no, thank you. They just said nothing about the cookie, so he tried again. But he wasn't like That's exactly right. Yeah. If they it. had been like, thank you, but no thank you, or if they had said something, it's like, wait a minute, who's the one who's not being alert yeah, here? They you know what I mean? real hot, like yeah. attacking him. And that's yeah. why that's why I'm saying about it, the fact that it was like male attention that they pushed away really really fast. That's why I'm getting into maybe there's like something else going on with their relationship. I a hundred percent think there is. Yeah, me too. To be honest, in that one moment, I thought she was going to say something like, "Well, I don't even like guys." I thought she was going to say something that was like blatantly like, "I'm not interested in men mm-hmm. in general." I also it wasn't even Laura though. Like it wasn't even they. It was just Aubrey who was going at this guy, and Laura kind of just sat there. I mean, she didn't care, but like it was Aubrey girl. Like, calm yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. And also, with this being said, I mean, I could be stretching it a little far here, but in regards to Laura, the only male relationships we've seen with her have been very, very dysfunctional with, I forget the guy's name, what was her boyfriend's name? Oh, I don't But she, like, went out of her way to, like, make a sex tape and then just tried to, like, be sexual. Maybe maybe she has deeper, like, confused confusion about her sexuality deep down and that's why those relationships are like that. I don't think Laura's confused about her sexuality. I think Laura is the kind of person where she... I don't think being attracted to men or women is what she's concerned about. I don't think it's that. I think it's more like who she finds herself attracted to and why she finds herself attracted to them. I don't think we have to worry about her sexuality so much as we have to do worry about about like you know does she go after people who seem a little uh, you know um, hard to get you know does she you know what what is the psycholo- what is the psychology behind who she's attracted to not necessarily the gender or the sex or whatever. Do you I don't know, what know I mean? because the thing is with um, even like. Again, with her like weird kind of sexual experiences beforehand, but it seemed very unemo like there wasn't emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. She seemed very bland, very Laura that we see in defense mode. This is the first time we're seeing kind of like tension with someone who she's vulnerable with. That's why I think it kind of brings sexuality into play because even when we had that 
that boyfriend, I didn't see much of a connection. Yeah. I just don't really see Laura being the kind of character who's going to hum and haw over her sexuality. I just don't. I don't think it'll be like a, oh, oh am yeah. I into girl? Like, am I just into girls? I don't think it's going to be this whole thing the, because it yeah. doesn't need to be. Uh-huh. I just think that this is going to possibly blossom Show- into something yeah. and it's going to be a, a big deal because this is probably the first time she's mm-hmm. maybe felt feelings for a girl. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to see. I mean, yeah, I don't we think could be wrong altogether. Yeah, 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 we, 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 to- we could be looking way, way too much <laughs> yeah. into it. I don't see her being like a character that's like, it's like a huge issue about it, yeah. but I just, I don't know. Guess we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> that's more of a prediction. And I guess, so then it ends with Laura. I, I put... My last comment about Laura for this episode was things are looking up for her. That's she seemed too. so freaking happy. Finally seems at you know, peace yes. with my last note with also, Laura. Aubrey, she was high, of course she yes. was at peace. But, Aubrey, no, but that whole thing, she just seemed so happy so this episode. Happy. And so yeah, obviously it ends. Aubrey kind of gives her a ride home. They get high. Mm-hmm. And she just looked content <laughs> on that vaping. Couch. So happy. Yeah. vaping. How happy so on that couch did she look? Oh you're driving gosh. home in LA traffic, you look over. If you don't see someone drinking, <laughs> that's a bigger shot. That is it a made shock. me so happy inside. Yeah. I love that Laura's finally like at at peace. Mm-hmm. And speaking of with at peace, too, also seems like Val's kind of going down that path, too. So let's just what dive great into episode Val. For Val. Yeah, I know. It was just a happy we episode. Win. Oh, we got a win. win. <laughs> we got a win for Val. Okay, so it starts off with Val eating with Jennifer at work. <laughs> and I thought, okay, this is good steps for her. The sushi box. The, yeah. the sugar fish. I think that is was that what sugar it is? Sugar fish? Yeah, the fancy we, one. We kind of guessed that we didn't think it was maybe going to be a real friendship. And this, I saw this and I go, okay, they're they're working next door to each other. Of course, they're going to have lunch a little casual. But then Jennifer casual. opens up. Casual. No pun <laughs> intended. Uh, I can't not hear it when <laughs> we know. say it. Yeah. So then she invites her to game night. And but but talks about the whole setup thing was pretty funny. That was so, so uncomfortable. So I loved it. I, That's, but it was such a really human moment it, where she's like, really was. "I'm sorry, I just don't care." And they kept being and like, like, "Oh, because oh, that was." A, I was annoyed for Val because me too. So for once, for, so Jennifer <laughs> talks about what's the guy's name, Harry, Harry. You know, I'll set you up. And right when she walks in, they're like. Yeah, Harry brought a date. I'm so sorry. Like, three people come up, and Val was so uncomfortable. She's like, I don't care. Like, just stop. Yeah. What do you guys think of this whole interaction? It was so awkward, but so realistic. Like, I feel like there are so many moments like that where you're cool about something because it wasn't even a big deal to begin with, but other people are like, oh my gosh, but like, are you okay? Which makes the whole situation worse. Yeah, especially if it's a bunch of a group of people who don't know you that well. Yeah. They have no nothing else to connect with you about except for this tiny little <laughs> moment of drama that's already happened. Yes, and so Valerie. they're going to keep hammering it home because it's uncomfortable to have a stranger, you know what I mean? It's like, this is, this is the one thing that we have in common so far, yes, so we're going to yeah. keep talking about it. That was, I thought that was hysterical. Me too. And <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird even that Though that Jennifer would have gone out of her way to tell everyone that she was setting Harry up with, I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, why Jennifer I know. tell these people? Yeah, about that it might come back around. Deal. We might, she, we might see Harry. more of that happen. Where like, where like Val, it like goes, oh wait, Jennifer told you this intimate about thing me. about me. That's, you know, what I, I mean? like I could see that coming back around. Yeah, I thought that was actually going to be a bigger issue. I thought that was going to be brought up. I, I thought Val was going to be like, why were you telling all these people about trying to set me up? It didn't, but it might come back. To be honest, I think Jennifer is trying to, like, fix Valerie. I think we're seeing it in small portions where she's trying to, like, help her out. Like, oh, I'll find you a guy. Oh, come meet my friends. And it's sweet, but I think Valerie's going to take offense to it later on in the season when she finds out that she's trying to, like... Pretty much make her a project. That's yeah, the vibe I, I'm yeah, getting from I can it. see Valerie being like, "You think you're so much better than yeah. me," and like, you like, you know, all that stuff. I can see that happening. Yeah. Because it was like, even 
the way she brought up um, setting her up with Harry was not very organic and like it's not like Valerie was asking oh who could you set me up with she just seems like she wants to help her when Valerie hasn't asked she just wants her friendship yeah yeah I because right now I I like Jennifer I'm not getting any like bad intent from Jennifer but but I think oh something's gonna go down something's gonna go down with them that it's not gonna work out you know one thing that I totally thought so Harry's date they were playing charades or, yeah. or something. I don't know what game they were playing. But that poor date, she was awkward. And it was... I kind of got bad vibes from Jennifer Friends, though. Did you notice? They were kind of, like, talking smack and, like, judging the, yeah, the date. the and, main guy yeah. who was on her team, who is an actor I recognize from something else. I should have looked him up before this. Um, but he was, like, really, really rude to her. And I'm just yeah. like, hey, pal, it's a game. Like, it yeah. was... Yeah, I was just... They were kind of being a little judgmental, in my opinion. And I thought it was a really... I liked the moment between Val and the date after. Because the date had that really awkward when she was playing the game. And she was really bad at it. And mm-hmm. you could tell she was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I thought it was sweet yeah. to see Val kind of talk to her about it. Val I just know. telling her what Val needed to tell herself. Was, yes. you don't owe these people anything. It doesn't... You know, you don't, you don't have to impress them. Just like... Who cares? Who cares? If you never wanted to, you'd never have to see them again. And I also thought that the way that that girl was feeling was a very relatable to just many people because yeah. there's so many times not so many times but I feel like everyone's experienced that when you're kind of the outsider in this group of people and you do try to fit in like whether you are consciously trying to do it or not and you can get in those uncomfortable situations yeah. so I thought that was just a good little thing that they included in this episode and especially if you're really anxious in a, in a social situation you completely like close up and you can't think of regular words like author I mean you just your brain isn't working properly I felt really bad for the girl and I'm so happy that her and Valerie had that moment because they both really needed it it was so crazy to see Valerie not be the most awkward person in the room. I, know. I think that honestly, after that conversation, and she comes back and just like kicks ass at the game. I think that came. I think she got the confidence. I think Me she's too. like, I'm not the most uncomfortable person here. And I thought that almost, in a weird, way, just made her feel good. And you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it made her feel. Wow, I'm doing good right now. Like this girl's worse off than I yeah. am. A little so, Schadenfreude, a little bit maybe. And I thought it was just funny that that's what Val was good at. You know, she was just like killing I know, the she game. She really was. Yep. It was so she funny. was doing so well. And then at the end, and, I Jennifer. Sorry. Oh, go for it. Just that. Just that she. Uh, she kind of blew off Alex to stay there, which we have not really seen yes. her do yet. Yeah, I forgot about that, and that. That's a good segue into Alex because. Mm-hmm. Alex doesn't seem to be catching the break that Laura and Val did this episode. So it kind of starts off with Alex showing up to the meeting, and he's late, and he's just... Everything he does, his comedic timing, I think, is hilarious. His (laughs) facial... He doesn't try to... We talked about this. It's just... It's not the trying-too-hard comedy. Everything's very subtle and dry, and I like that. But he's late to the meeting... He walks in and they rap and Jordan's like, oh, we're done. He's like, uh, is there anything I should know? And they're like, no, we'll send over the minutes. <sighs> so then he decides that the best idea is to invite them over to grill. Keep your friends <laughs> close and your uh, enemies close. Yes. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty hilarious to see because I, first of all, the, the scene with him and Leon what do you guys think of that when he's like, you have other friends? I love that because I felt he was um, kind of 
projecting in a way. It's like, wait, you have other friends? Because he doesn't have other he friends. Really so he's like, wait, you don't? Because I don't. And I loved that moment. But <laughs> again, like, it's, it's just Alex actually investing actual interest in time in Leon, you know, to kind of even care that he had other people to hang out with and stuff like that. So I think this is going to be, like, really, really interesting to see, like, Alex care more about this weird friendship than Leon does. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's a big turn from season one, because when they first meet, you know, Alex is just kind of being a dick, and, you know, I'm going to have this guy stay over, Mm -hmm. and then now Alex is kind of in this new weird stage of his life, and he truly looks at Leon, and I think values the friendship so much, and Leon at this point does seem a little less invested. Yeah. I mean, Leon's a good guy. I don't think that he's going to, like, blow Alex off. But, but yeah, but Leon sees Alex for what he is. Like, he's kind of a mess. Yes. You know what I mean? He's, like, a little bit of a, a narcissist. He's, mm-hmm. like, kind of a user. He's really, really, mm-hmm. you know, egocentric and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be it's gonna be really interesting. I think we might have, like, a little friendship heartbreak for Alex. Yeah. I think that we don't know too much about Leon's life because we don't follow him. We just mainly follow the, our main course, three characters. Yeah. And... I think when we first met Leon, he was going through a rough time that we didn't know too much about. And then now, I think he's doing great and things are awesome for him. So he's not overthinking about Alex or, or what's going on with him. or It's just he's living his life. I don't even think it's an issue. But I think since Alex doesn't have friends, <laughs> he takes it to heart. And he's like, oh, but I thought I was your only friend. Because when you don't have more distractions in life, I guess, or are busy, you get to tunnel vision. And also, like, for a while, Leon would drop everything to go hang out with Alex, Mm -hmm. so of course it never seemed like he had any other friends. Uh, Yeah, I was just about to say that I think it's good for Alex to see that Leon isn't always at his beck and call. Mm -hmm. I think that Alex kind of is expecting that Leon will be there at the drop of a hat, and I think he's going to slowly learn, you know, I'm going to have to fully give as much as I want to receive in this friendship. Yep. Yep. So I'm I'm really excited to see that friendship throughout the season. Me too. You, gotta always get, been... you, gotta, you always get what you give. Don't yeah. look <laughs> back down out the music and you... I don't know the words. <laughs> but I, Why yeah. would I even start saying that if I didn't know... <laughs> it's okay. We, we know you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, that, fa- that friendship has always been fascinating to me, so I love seeing that grow, and I think we'll see a lot more of it. Um, but I thought it was also a pretty funny scene seeing Alex try to get this... That's where the the title comes from, Big Green Egg, because that's the the grill he gets. Why would he invite people over to a barbecue if he doesn't have a girl? girl. Like, there's a million (laughs) other things. Hey, I got a jacuzzi. Hey, I can make some waffles. I don't... Yes. It's like, where did that come from? I was wondering about that, too. It's perfect for Alex's character, though. He would invite people over. Yes, just get yourself into hot water. And one of of the best parts was when they were trying to set up the, the grill, he's like... What does it mean you gotta burp it? And then when his guest came, he's like, Oh yeah, I just gotta burp it. Like acting like he <laughs> no, knew what the does terminology. It mean? What does it mean when you gotta burp it? Does anyone like, know? No. No. That was so weird. It seems like he got a very high tech grill and mm-hmm. they, it was funny because he got the grill. What kind of grill did he get? And they're like, you know that the electric ones are just better. And he's like, No, but I don't know. Like they Something called like him, they called him out for mm-hmm. getting this grill that yeah. was yeah. stupid. But this is one of those one of those some of my least favorite kind of writing things where it's like it's just a character making a dumb decision that makes the plot move forward as opposed to it like really making sense. Yeah. Alex just decided to lie about having a grill. Yeah. Like that's to me sometimes feels like lazy writing. 
but eh, whatever. Yeah. I I was nice to have everybody over at Alex's house. It was nice to have like all of his like I think having his coworkers in his house was a really interesting dynamic. So I was happy that that happened. But as for the whole like having to set up the grill thing, I was yeah, a little bit there like could have been so this many, is stupid. Yeah, because there could have been so many other like you said tactics to get them over in an honest way. Yeah. So it just the, felt like it didn't make yeah. sense really. But you know it happened, and I think the main reason was an opportunity for Jordan. <laughs> What's her name? Jordan's girlfriend, Sarah. Oh. And right when gosh. she walks in, you you get the vibe that Alex and her know each other. Mm-hmm. You don't know why. And then you find out when he calls Val. She's like, why is your ex-girlfriend? Were you guys expecting that? Not at... Well, yes, when they, when they met and they had that, like, awkward hug. I was assuming it was his ex-girlfriend. My favorite line from this whole episode was when he was talking about what she did and how she um, stole all the light bulbs, even from the his fridge. fridge. That I, that made me laugh so hard. That was so funny. Yeah. I mean, when they when they made that first interaction, I definitely thought that they had some past. I thought they maybe just hooked up recently or something, and that was going to be kind of a, a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be totally out of, you know, the realm of possibility for it to just be some random girl that he's hooked up with. It seems to be like there's many of those wandering around. Exactly, and then it turns out it's being his ex-girlfriend, and I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of curious. There seems to be, do you think we're going to learn more about what went down for real in this relationship? Because it seems like there's a lot of un... Why can't I like unreconciled? Yeah, I mean, unresolved. Yeah, things. I think so too. And I think this is, I think this is like what what pro- uh, kind of projectile kind of that's what got him into Snooger was was whatever went down with this girl, and that's kind of why he got into this whole like online dating kind of situation and kind of trying to be a playboy stuff like that. He's probably gonna say like she broke his heart or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really feel like whatever happened in this relationship, I think it was gonna be Alex's fault, no matter yeah. what it was. Yeah, I know. He just it, doesn't have a very good self. He's not very self aware about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, and and it was un kind of unclear to what really happened by their conversation because they seem to have very different ideas of what went down yeah. and all of that stuff. And I thought it was really hilarious because they, they made the the reference about how she stole the light bulbs <laughs> and then that chandelier shot and he like eyeballs how one chandelier and he straight up asked her, he goes, he goes, um, did you unscrew the light bulb in my chandelier? Yeah, like, what if she did, though? I know. I was wondering, do you I think she did? she did? I kind of feel like she I did. Feel like she, just to, like, to, like mess with yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, because it was so funny. He he looked like he was, like, super disturbed by that. He was like, oh, my gosh, the mm-hmm. light bulb. <laughs> so I thought that was so funny. And I, I also wrote down, I don't know, I could be totally wrong, and I probably am, but if you think that there's a little something still between them... Oh, yeah, they're probably going to hook up. That's what I was thinking, and it could be a big issue with Jordan. Yeah, I think it's more so just, like, sexual tension, though. I don't think there's any feeling still, aside from insecurity on Alex's side. She probably... I think she's a little cray, to be honest. So I think uh, they'll maybe, like, hook up, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, so, like, we're good now? And he'll be like, uh, no. That's what I would think would happen, because I don't think he's emotionally invested in her. And also, like, Pete Campbell, I don't know his name. I'm Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Campbell really seems like, the, I mean, he's a schmuck. Like, you know, like, there's no way this guy isn't going to get cheated on. You, just, you can just kind of, oh. you can just yeah. kind of tell. Like, Side note, trying to get him on the show, on our after show. So, fingers shut crossed. Up. We might have him. We might have Jordan I'll in have to here. refrain from wanting to ask all the <laughs> Mad Men questions. Yeah. <laughs> so, we might have him, but... I think that about covers it. Yeah. So how about we dive into predictions, even though we've already done a couple. But prediction time. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. 
What do you all think? I definitely think uh, Aubrey and uh, Laura are going to have a moment. Something's going to happen between them. And then probably just the prediction I made a little bit ago with uh, Alex and Sarah. I do think something, they'll hook up and Sarah will get kind of crazy because she'll want it to be something more and he's going to be like, no. Mm -hmm. But those are the only predictions I have so far. I could kind of see, I don't know, I kind of thought we might see the the kind of asshole guy who was really mean to the... Laura? No, the guy who was really mean to the girl when they were playing the game, when Valerie was playing the game. Oh, yeah. I could kind of see him coming back in some kind of maybe more significant way. It seemed like they kind of had like a bond, but they didn't really have a conversation, so maybe that won't happen. I do think we are going to have a conversation between Jennifer and Val, where where Val's just like, you know, why are you trying, why are you keep overstepping these boundaries? And Jennifer's going to be like, because you're pathetic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we might have a conversation like a big blow-up thing like yeah. that. So that'll be that'll be really, really interesting to see. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, other than that, the predictions are pretty much been. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I definitely think that there's going to be some sort of issue between Jennifer and Val eventually. And I don't know, it's not a prediction, but I'm just very, I don't know, I love... Oh, we didn't touch on I, the fact that, they're, that um, the, Drew, Drew wants to buy the house. Okay, oh, yes. Yeah. But we should probably quickly tell Yeah. Um, so Drew... Sorry, this is not a prediction. We're done with predictions. I don't really have one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, yeah, so I forgot about that. So, Drew, and that's kind of what triggered Val to go to the party. Drew is kind of in the talks about wanting to have a baby with his... Girlfriend? girlfriend. Have we met her? No. Yeah. Oh, we have? Yeah, she came over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's right. So, so what are your guys' thoughts on that? He's moving on with his life. So, are we still thinking that maybe Val and him are going to hook up? I that kind of canceled. So, yeah. I don't know. We, maybe we'll, well, we'll have to see. I because that was still foreshadowed. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what happens. I mean, maybe Drew like you know has a freakout moment. Things are getting yeah. too serious or something with him, so he wants to go do something crazy. But you know, I mean, everything closed. Everything with the house is what prompted Val to want to go meet this hairy guy at the party anyway. Yeah. So I, if anything, I just think it's going to push her more and more into trying to find a new guy, a new life, you know what I mean? Just kind of be, like, her own independent woman. Yeah. But with Drew, also, we have to remember that he cheated on uh, Valerie to begin with, so I I wouldn't put it past him to cheat on this uh, new woman at, like, at all. That's a good point. Um, I don't know how he would manipulate Valerie into that, but again, she is pretty weak right now. She has a barrel of wine next to her bed. I love that (laughs) reference. I I can relate with you. Oh my gosh. Give me a little tube. (laughs) I had one before I came here. (laughs) Not a barrel. Can't go wrong. A whole barrel. I had rosé, or as we call it, summer water. Summer water? Yeah. Summer water? Have you guys ever heard that? No. no. That's a thing. I've never heard that. I love it. Get yeah. into it, you guys. God, spend some I'll time on the internet. It. Jeez. <laughs> I need to spend more time searching the internet. But I think that about covers it. Make sure to let us know what you think in the comments below. What do you think's going to happen? I know I am so excited for the rest of this season. Um, make sure to follow us all on AfterBuzz TV, YouTube. Give us thumbs up. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And where can they follow you? Hey guys, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Quinskillian. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat if you want. Awesome. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Make sure to tune in next week. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.